Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Grab my water here, amen. Otherwise, I will go very thirsty. Hallelujah. Praise God, amen. Listen, without the blood of Jesus, we would be lost in our way, on our way to hell, amen. Praise the Lord. But because he was willingly, listen, to lay down his life. Remember when he stopped at the garden, not my will, but what? Thy will be done, amen. And so in John chapter 10, verse 18, as Brother Victor read on the offerings, it says, no one can take my life from me. I sacrifice, his, sacrifice it voluntarily, and I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again, for this is what the Father has commanded. Amen. See, we were lost. How many were lost in this place? Come on, we were lost, but now we're found. Hallelujah. Come on, we were blind, but now we see. Hallelujah. We were bound, but Jesus set us free. Amen. Because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. You see, we're not here to, to celebrate the Easter bunny. What? No. <laughs> Come on. We're, we're not here to find some hidden eggs. Amen. Or eat some Easter candy. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Amen. But today we're here to celebrate the love of a father. Come on. A father who loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son to shed his blood on the cross of Calvary, and to set us free, and to declare us forgiven. We're here today because on Friday, Jesus was convicted for a crime that he didn't commit. He was framed. Tell your neighbor, he was framed. He was beaten. He was spit upon. He was kicked and mocked and whipped, punched in the face, slapped. He wore a place, a crown of thorns on his head. Amen. He was nailed to a cross and pierced with a sword. All that, church, happened on Friday. All that, all the beating that he took happened on Friday. All the whips in his back was on Friday. Amen. All the mocking was done on Friday. Amen. But today's a different day. Come on. That happened on Friday, but today... Is Sunday, hallelujah. And we know what happened on Sunday. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody shout it out. He got up, hallelujah. Come on, the stone rolled away. He is a risen king. And I'm here to declare to you today that God is alive and well. Come on, he took back the keys to hell, death, and the grave. As that song said, amen, hell called a party on a Friday night. They thought it was all over and done, but... Satan failed to realize that the battle has just begun. And on the third day, an angel said, Tell, Jesus is alive and well. He's alive and well. And today we're here to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. See, ever since the fall of man, of Adam and Eve back in the garden, when all this started, I mean, it brought separation between us and God. So God had a backup plan. I mean, thank God for a backup plan. Hallelujah. Come on, you, you ever had a plan that failed on you? 
Come on, you didn't have a backup plan. You say, what do we do now? Amen. But see, God had it a backup plan. He, he had this place. He had you in mind all along. Amen. And he sent his son Jesus to bring us back into union with him. In John chapter 3, 16 and 17, it says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes. How many know that you got to believe? Tell your neighbor, you got to believe. Hallelujah. You got to believe. It says, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but through him we might be saved. See, Jesus paid, and he had to pay a heavy price for our sins. Somebody say, my sins. Come on. Jesus came to pay off our debt. Come on, he came to clear our names, amen. He came that our names, the charges against us would be dropped, hallelujah. That our sins have been deleted from the system. See, you and I were declared guilty. But through the blood of Jesus, we're forgiven, hallelujah. Come on, you see, the fine was too high to be paid in money. It was too high to be paid in community service. Too high to be paid in jail time. The only way he could pay off this debt for all mankind, pay off the forgiveness of our sins for the entire world, was through his blood. Jesus paid it, church. Listen, with his own life, his very own life. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, 22, that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Listen, the blood is the key to life. How many know that we need blood to live? Come on. In order for our sins to be forgiven, for us to have eternal life, there had to be a shedding of blood. Amen. We needed the blood of Jesus. A sacrifice was needed. Amen. You see, in the Old Testament, before the Jesus came, amen, People built altars before the Lord, amen, and they would bring a sacrifice. There had to be a, a shedding of blood, amen, uh, in order for forgiveness of sin. Remember, the blood is the key to life. The blood is the key to forgiveness. I want you to keep that in mind. In Exodus chapter 30, verse 10, it says this, Once a year, Aaron must purify the altar by the smearing of its horns with the blood from offerings made to purify the people from their sins. This would be regular an annual event from generation to generation, for this is what the Lord's most holy, this is the Lord's most holy altar. This atonement, church, is reconciling mankind with God through sacrifice. So a sacrifice was needed. A lamb, a goat, without spot, without blemish, was needed for the forgiveness of sin. In Exodus uh Chapter 12, verse 5 says, The animals that you select must be a one-year-old male, either a sheep or a goat, with no defects. But you got to understand today also that the blood protects. It, protected, it protects you and I from the sin. It protects you and I from evil. It protected the Israelites in Egypt when the plague of the firstborn was released. Remember the Ten Commandments? Hallelujah. Remember these plagues that were released, amen. And so it says in Exodus chapter 12, 13, but the blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign marking the houses that where you're staying. When, they see, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. This plague of death will not touch you when I strike the land of Egypt. Ezekiel chapter 45, 18 to 20 says this. This is what the sovereign Lord says. In the first month of the first day, you are, take to, you are to take a young bull without defect 
and purify the sanctuary. The priest is to take some of the blood of the sin offering and put it on the doorposts of the temple, on the four corners of the upper edge of the altar, and on the gateposts of the inner court. And you are to do the same on the seventh day of the month for everyone who sins unintentionally or through ignorance. You are to make an atonement for the temple. See, the blood protected the temple of God, amen, so that relationship would be open to God, amen. The blood is the key to forgiveness, guys. I plead the blood over my house every single day. Come on, I, I plead it over my kids' houses. I plead it over my family. I even plead it over my workplace and my coworkers. Come on, that, that you know what? Nothing formed against us will prosper, amen, hallelujah. That nothing will come against us, amen. We're blessed as we go in. And we're blessed as we go out. Amen. So the blood is a, a protection for you and I. And that's why we got to plead this precious blood over our lives. Amen. The blood forgives and the blood protects. Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus came to be the final sacrifice. See, God loved you so much. Come on. He loved us so much and he sent his son Jesus. He sent his son to pay off the debt of our sins. Amen. That way we can be reconciled. With the Father, through the Son, amen. And he did it with the shedding of his blood. Remember, without the shedding of God's blood, or without any blood, there is no forgiveness. Come on. He paid a heavy price for us, church. And he paid it for all mankind. The blood that I'm talking about today still is reaching out in 2022. Come on, it's still reaching out for generations to come, amen. That means it's going to reach out to your grandchildren and your children's children. Come on, God thought of you long before we were even born, that he had a plan for us. In Romans chapter 5, verses 8 through 11, it says, But God showed his great love for us by sending Jesus to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we've been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, we will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through his, the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in this wonderful new relationship with God because the Lord Jesus Christ made us friends of God. Hallelujah. So the blood forgives, the blood protects, and the blood brings us back into relationship with God. See, Jesus brought down the walls that were between us and God, amen, and the sin stood in the way. See, we no longer need to go through the rituals of the past to speak to the Father, amen. We no longer have to go to a booth, amen, to speak to a priest, amen. Jesus is our mediator, amen. And because what he's done on the cross, church, we have direct access to the Father. Amen. We've been reconciled to the Father. The veil has been torn. Come on. Hallelujah. Ain't you glad that you can have a direct relationship? Come on. Sometimes you got to make an appointment, amen, to, to see a priest or see something. But right now, because what Jesus Christ done on the cross, we have a direct access, amen, to the Father. You can call out to the Father right there in your house. You can call out to the Father in your car. You can call out to the Father wherever you ask, God, I need a direct access. God, I need to talk to you. God, I need to speak to you. And we can speak to him. Why? Because we have a relationship. It's not a religion, church. God came for a relationship. That's why he sent his son to have this personal relationship with us. Amen. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, it says, There is only one God, one meteor between God and mankind, the man 
Christ Jesus. In verse 6 it says, he gave himself as a ransom for all people. Everyone. Somebody say everyone. Everyone. The Mexicans, the Puerto Ricans, the Americans, <laughs> all cans, hallelujah. He died for the world, church. It doesn't matter what race or what nationality you are. He thought of you, amen, because the God that we serve, amen, only sees you as a soul, amen, only sees you as, as a son, only sees you as a daughter, amen, and he came to set you free, amen. He doesn't see you like anything else. He sees you as his beloved child. The blood of Jesus reconciles us back to the Father. See, Jesus was the final sacrifice, atonement, amen. We have righteousness through faith in Christ Jesus. We've all sinned. Come on, somebody, right? Come on, we all fall short of God's glory, amen. But we have been justified by grace through faith and by the redemption that came by the way of Jesus Christ. It's grace through faith. Somebody say grace. Somebody say faith. Come on. Romans chapter 3.25 says this, For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin, an atonement. People are made right with God when they believe. The key, you got to believe, church. Do we have believers in this house? you, you got to believe that Jesus, amen. you got to believe what he's done, amen. When they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being feared when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. God wants the sinner to be set free, church. Come on. Now. See, the sinner rebels against God. When we sin, we rebel against God, and it's cutting ourselves off from the, from the life-giving power that he provides for us. Jesus died in our place. Somebody say, my place. For our sins, he paid off your debt. He came to clear your name, church. Come on, we should receive the punishment. It should be us hanging on that cross, amen. But he says, no, 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 you know what? I'll take the place for you. I'll pay off your debt, amen. I'll make sure that your charges are, are dropped, amen. And he did it with the blood. And he did it to accept us, listen, and declare us. Innocent and forgiven. Hallelujah. See, he paid the penalty of death for our sins, which completely satisfies God's demands. See, Christ's sacrifice brings pardon. Christ's sacrifice brings deliverance. Christ's sacrifice brings freedom. Amen. Christ's sacrifice sets the captive free. Amen. And it brings forgiveness for you and I. Come on. Come on. Think about where you were, church. I mean, I can think about where God saved me from, amen, but you can think about where God saved you from. And he says, you know what? It doesn't matter, son. It doesn't matter, daughter. What you did, my blood covers it. My blood was enough for that. Come on, I'll, I'll pay off the debt. I'll, I'll clear your name if you believe in me. You have to understand that God's not some bloodthirsty God up there, amen. Come on, I don't want you to picture God. Up in heaven saying, you know what? I want blood for your sins. Come on, come on, you wicked people. I want some blood for all that you've done. Come on. I don't think that's our God. Amen. I don't picture our God. I don't think that's how he is. That's us. Come on, somebody. Come on. Some, someone does something to us. Amen. We want some blood. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want an eyeball. I want a broken arm. I, come on. Just get real, real. 
Right, Caleb? If someone steals our sales, man, we get mad, huh? I, don't, don't get them mad right now. Hallelujah. You didn't ask for me? No, you didn't. You liar. <laughs> Come on, we want blood, amen. Someone's done for us. Someone speaks about us. Someone does something to our kids. Come on, mama. Come on, help me out, mama. Don't talk to my kids like that. Hallelujah. Come on, you know, we, we, we we're protective, amen. And so when things are done to us, amen, we want blood. We want revenge. We want, but not God. Not God at all. He's not bloodthirsty like that, but he wants to set us free, church. Uh, come on. Uh, we're like that, but God is a God that's loving, uh, caring. Uh, he sent his son for you and I, that you and I can be set free. Amen. Uh, he brought his son, Jesus. Amen. Not to condemn you, Lord. Not to send you to hell, but to save you. You got to understand, church, that there is no greater symbol of life than blood. Blood is needed to keep us alive. Blood is needed for our forgiveness. Blood is needed to give us life. Amen. And because we were dead in our sins and on our way to hell, thank God for the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why there's blood drives. That's why there's blood banks. Why? Because blood saves. Jesus shed his blood. To save us and to give us life. So that we want to experience spiritual death. Experience eternal separation from God. Jesus is the source of life, not death. He gave his son, his own son, to give us life and pay off the guilty or the penalty of our sins that you and I can live. I have life now, church. I said I got life now. Come on, I don't deserve this. I, 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 I can speak on my behalf. Amen. I don't deserve what I have right now. I should have lost this. I should have lost it. I should be dead. But Jesus had a plan for me. And I thank for the power of prayer of a mom or a grandma or someone that was praying for me that I would get it right one day, amen. And someday it came, amen. And the blood was enough, amen. When, when he died on the cross, he said, it is finished, amen. It was finished, amen. That I can go to the cross and he can pardon my sins and everything that he's done. And he reconciled it and he fixed it. He brought a broken marriage and put it back together. And now it's bleeding to the generations of my son and grandson. They don't have to go through what I've gone through. Come on, somebody. Come on. We were down and out. We were disgusted and busted. Hallelujah. And Jesus comes and sets us free. Amen. We weren't thinking right. Come on, somebody. And God just brings a clear thinking. We couldn't even hold a job. Hallelujah. For some of us. Amen. But God now gave you a job that you can hold. Hallelujah. He's blessed us. And we take these things for granted. It's God that blesses. See, without the blood of Jesus, we would be separated from God. Jesus became the new covenant. That through his blood, a new covenant was made. People under the old covenant, people that lived before Christ, amen, could only approach God through a priest or through an animal sacrifice. But now, as I said before, everyone can go directly to the Father through faith. Because Jesus' death made us, say me, acceptable in God's eyes. Jeremiah 31, 31 says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Matthew 28, uh, 26, 28 says this, For this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It was poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. 
See, the old covenant was a shadow of the new covenant, pointing to the day when Jesus Christ himself would be the final and ultimate sacrifice for our sins. Rather than having an a, 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 a unblemished lamb or, or goat, amen, to be put on the altar, the perfect lamb of God was slain on the cross. A sinless sacrifice so that our sins can be forgiven once and for all. And all that who believe in Christ receive that forgiveness. we got to believe, church. You're here today because there's some kind of belief in you. You're here today because someone was praying for you. Like I say, we, you may think that you're just here, but God has you here. Because he loves you that much to hear the message of the, of the sacrifice of a son. Come on, First Peter chapter 2, verse 19 to 20 says this, It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the, ro- the, the world began. But now in these last days, he's revealed it for your sake. Come on, he saw you long before, even before you were in your mother's womb. He saw you and did this for you, church. It wasn't easy for Jesus. Come on, he knew what lied ahead. Have you seen the Passion of the Christ? Come on, and you, have, you know the story, right? And you know the beaten. And that, that, that movie that, uh, uh, that they put together, I mean, really shows, a, 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 you know, more and more true uh, what, what, what Christ went through for us. Mel Gibson did an excellent job on that movie, amen. We see so many movies, and he has, uh, you know, blue eyes and, and blonde hair, and he's all, he, he looks all good, amen. Jesus looked all good, and, 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 but they don't show the, the real beating, and so Mal Gibson did an excellent lot. That's what he did. He knew. He's seen that. He already knew what lied ahead of him. He already knew what his mission was, and it was to die on the cross. It was to shed his blood for you and I. So he's seen all that ahead of him, amen. I mean, he was just there, and that, but he was God in the spirit. But the Christ, the Christ on the, uh, 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 on the outside, amen, the Jesus on the outside, he says, man, I don't know about this. Is there a different way? But the Christ on the inside, he said, let's go for it. Let's do this, Amen. He felt those hits to the face. He felt the crown of thorns that were placed on his head. He felt the kicks to his body, church. He felt those whips, those 39 whips that he took on the back for you and I. He felt the insults. He felt the spits on his face, the struggles of carrying that cross all the way up that hill of Calvary. He felt those nails, those nails that you see there, driven through his skin, through his hands and feet. He felt everything, and he felt the weight of his flesh as they raised him on that cross. Jesus saw all this ahead of him, church. He felt that and still hung there for you. That's why he stopped at the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed in Matthew chapter 26, 39. My father, if it's possible, take this cup of suffering away from me. See, the, the Jesus, the man, the man felt all that. The man says, man, this is going to hurt. Uh, this is, I'm going to go, this, this is going to, this is going to, this is really going to hurt me, amen. This is really going to be, it's going to be painful. But the Christ inside of him says, come on, Christ, we, come on, Jesus, we can do this. So he prays to the Father, you know, is there another way that we can save the world than this? 
But he agrees with the Christ inside him. He says, you know what? Not my will, but thy will be done. Like I said before, church, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. See, the one thing that messes up the devil every single time is the blood of Jesus. <laughs> man, you put the blood of Jesus in front of the devil, man, he freaks out every single time. His demons tremble, amen. Come on, the blood of Jesus has that much power, church. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10 says, And by that will we've been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Christ once and for all. Ephesians 1, 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin in accordance with the riches of God's grace. His death points to the wonderful truth, the redemption and forgiveness, redemption that was paid, amen, to gain freedom for you and I, church, that through his death, Jesus paid a price that released us from the slavery and the bondage of sin. Forgiveness was granted in the Old Testament through the shedding of animal blood, but now we are forgiving on the shedding of Jesus' blood as the perfect and final sacrifice. Hebrews 10, 18 says, And when sins are forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1, 19 to 22 says, For God in his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, that through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by the means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God, you who were enemies separated by, by him through your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Hallelujah. He did all that for you. Man, there's a lot of you's in there, huh? You, that's one for you, one for you, one for you, one for you. I mean, he, he did it for you. He brought us back together, church. He brought it back together that we can reconcile ourselves back to God through this fall of, of man in the garden. He bought a, a backup plan to bring his son and to bring us back into union with one another. Church, without the blood, Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Amen? Remember the thief on the cross? There was three crosses there. Remember, Jesus was placed in the middle of the two thieves. Amen? In Luke chapter 23, 39 to 43, as I wrap this up, amen, it says this, one of the criminals hanging along cursed him. Some Messiah you are. Save yourself and save us. But the other one made him shut up. Have you no fear of God? You're getting the same as him. We deserve this, but he, but not him. He did nothing to deserve this. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you enter your kingdom. And he said to him, don't worry, I will. Today you'll join me in paradise. Hallelujah. Come on, one thief. Come on, confesses. I'm a sinner. We deserve this. This is a thief. This guy did nothing. We deserve this. We deserve this punishment. And he confesses Jesus as Lord by saying, you know what? Have you no fear of God? 
And then he asks for forgiveness when he says, remember me when you enter your kingdom. And Jesus tells him, don't worry, I got you. My blood paid your way in. Hallelujah. And today, somebody say today. Today you'll be in paradise. Come on, the blood brings life, church. The blood declares us forgiven. Come on, even as he's hanging there in his, his last breath, he's still saving people. He reaches out and he pardons that criminal next to him because he repents, he recognizes, and he asks for forgiveness. Today you'll be in paradise, church. We're here because of the blood of Jesus. You know, the blood is powerful. The blood protects, as I said, amen. And the blood was needed for us to be set free. You know, as you plead the blood over your life, as you plead the blood over your home, this protection comes over you. And the blood we know heals, the blood delivers, the blood sets you and I free. Amen. We need, say I need, we need the blood of Jesus, church. You know, it was all been a year and a half ago, amen, and I'll close with this, amen. When I was in that hospital room and, and I got COVID, I had pneumonia, and I was there and my oxygen level dropped down and, and, and I, my mindset wasn't right and I, I didn't know what was going on and wasn't eating, wasn't doing anything until I got into the hospital and then God reminded me that I needed to call upon him. And I plead that blood in that hospital room over myself. And I said, God, I'm not going out like this. And the blood of Jesus came in and he, he and healed me. I stand before you healed because of the blood of Jesus and because of prayer, church. God loves and God protects and God heals. And so as we put our faith, somebody say faith. If we put our faith in him and you trust in him and you believe in him, he can restore all the brokenness in your life. He can heal what you think cannot be healed. He can put together what you think cannot be put together. You know, the word was spoken over as Sister Bloom was speaking about those thinking about having a child that God will give you that child. Come on. God will do what he needs to do for his people, church. You've got to believe and you've got to trust God. And as you do that, church, come on. He comes through each and every time. You know, we're here to celebrate because of a risen king. See, if he didn't get up on that third day, if that stone didn't roll away, amen, and, 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 and we'd still be lost, church. Because what he did that Friday and what he took back on that Saturday and what he did on Sunday when he rose again, it completes the whole thing for us to be reconciled back to the Father. And that through the blood of Jesus, you and I can be forgiven. It doesn't matter what you did. Come on, some of us, you think, well, we've got to do this. or I've done, What I've done, God would never, God will forgive you. All you got to do is believe. Can somebody say amen? Thank you.